Welcome to another episode of the Child Care Bar and Grill Podcast. I'm Jeff Johnson, coming to you as always from upstairs studios in the intergalactic headquarters. Of that was too high. Learning. I started at the wrong tone. Uh, this week we're going to talk about pickles. Um, I think we might get a little bit off track on pickles. I'm going to take a picture of pickles. Pickles, yeah. Don't post it online because people will freak. Cause and I I'm with you people that freak, I but in, I get it. I got in big trouble when I posted pictures of pickles I on was Facebook. Shocked. I wasn't. Shocked. Um, I was. So pickles, if you've listened to all the episodes and if we're releasing them in order that we're recording them, which may not necessarily be true, uh, pickles is a dead baby pig in a jar currently filled with rum. Okay, pause. Let pause. everybody take that in. You got to digest that. Let them that. take that take in. Take a breath, as Lisa breathe, Murphy says. Breathe. It's not a sip. Minnesota Lisa brought me pickles in a bag with tissue paper and bubble. There's bubble wrap, wasn't there? Bubble wrap. Because, you know, you don't want to injure the dead pig. She's tra- Yeah. Well, you don't want the glass of dead pig, to, the glass jar of dead pig. Oh, you were more break. worried about the glass than it was... <laughs> I thought the pig was in the bubble wrap. No, no, that. Well, we do the encourage jar, bubble wrap in children. The so jar. Why would you not bubble wrap. The jar. We don't encourage the jar of dead children, pig was in. A, and this isn't like a hog. This is a baby pig that was born alive and. Like and, I'm looking at his little wrinkly tushy right and now. Died, Stop it. And died soon afterwards. Well, I am. Um, <laughs> And so I collect this stuff, and actually in, in one of my books, um, Everyday Early Learning, we, we explain how to preserve stuff. And this goes back a, a long time to when my daughter was about eight, and she comes to me one morning and says, says Dad, there was a bat in my room my last night. And this this is a, an occurrence. We have this 110-year-old house, and bats get into the house. And I said, well, you should have woke me up, and I would have taken care of it. And she says, that's okay. I, uh, I whacked it with a tennis racket. <laughs> And I, I'm all for girl power. I said, awesome. Uh, what happened to it? She said, well, I think I hit it too hard. Oh, not, she wasn't planning on hurting no, she No, because it's a cat, we have a catch and release program because bats are awesome. Bats uh, eat the bugs. Sure. And so what she's seen me do when there's bats in the house is you whack it down with something and then you scoop oh. it up and let it outside and it goes and eats I love eats, that, that she learned bugs. that from you and is now doing solving her own problem on her own. End. Yeah, and yeah. She's, she's like eight, she's that. doing this. And she said, it's, it's, I think it's dead, but can I keep it? I said, well, of course. <laughs> Because if we talked about in other episodes, it's it's good to try to say yes to stuff, be open to stuff, and so can I, I kick to, it? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Can I poke it with a stick? Is what I hear a lot, and so um, I had to figure out how she was going to keep it because I didn't know if she wanted to carry it in her pocket or or what. <laughs> right. Let me know your plan. And so here. what's we, uh, your plan? I did some reading and and realized that back in the day when when brave people were going out on rickety wooden chips to explore the world, they were bringing back often uh, specimens from the new world they explored in in casks of alcohol. Like rum and stuff, and so I real thought, alcohol, real alcohol, real alcohol, mm. and so what not we, rubbing. What we preserved the bat in was was rubbing alcohol, <laughs> and and the thing is, uh, Zoe is uh, twenty, uh, and the bat so it got the bat sitting in a little mason jar, perfectly preserved, and so I said, awesome, we're gonna have a collection of this stuff, and so one of the first things we added to the the collection was the baby squirrel. And uh, and we found the baby squirrel. We were out on a walk with the with the childcare, not the daycare, childcare kids. 
wish you could have just seen what just happened. What just flew by. What just flew by. It's called a bird. <laughs> I mistakenly referred to my child care space as the daycare space. And my apologies to everybody. So this better post after the stuff episode so I can... However, it was a very valid point because I realized that I blah, was separating blah. my space from my job. Yeah. So anyway. Okay, okay back, back, back to the to dead pickles. squirrel laying under the squirrel. Baby squirrel laying under a maple tree after a, after a thunderstorm. And so the kids said, we're on a walk. I said, can we poke it with a stick? I said, well, baby squirrels had a rough 24 hours. He was living in a tree with his mommy and daddy and the store came and he fell out here and he's dead. Um, so he probably – Yeah, can I poke it? Yeah. <laughs> you said no. Did you say no, No, what I said Jeff? is I said let's not poke him with a stick but – if we if we go back oh, to the house, but. if we go back to the house and everybody eats a good lunch and takes a good nap, and we'll go you, on a walk this afternoon, and if he's still here, we can we can put him in a jar because I didn't have my putting stuff in the jar tools with me at the time, and I didn't want to walk the rest but, of the way but home. But still, you did the hand? manipulation thing. Oh, course, if we're yeah. good, if you're good, if you you're can good, poke the dead yeah. squirrel after nap. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did. Oh, everybody knows your name now. I did. I did. <laughs> And so they went home. I'll own it. It's me. They ate their lunches. See, we are not perfect. No, none of us are. They ate their lunches and they took good rest. And they said, can we go for a walk? Of course they did. They want to kick the dead squirrel. Absolutely. And so I brought my my dead critter collecting stuff and we collected the dead squirrel. And and he's been living in this jar of booze with me. No, actually, he's rubbing alcohol uh, for for years. This is... To to reference a former episode, a previous episode, this is the squirrel that Jeff brought to the dinner to with supper, me and yeah. my sister well, yeah. when I first met him. Yeah, and and the thing is, the squirrel gets around. Well, the squirrel, the dead squirrel in the jar, has flown all over the place with me back when I uh, we flew more. And uh, the, for a couple of years, the ta- the squirrel had flown more than my wife Tasha had. <laughs> Do you at least send postcards back to his mom? I, I haven't. I haven't. Does I he have a passport? Check the squirrel. He doesn't. He hasn't been out of the country yet. He he's oh, usually but he's to going take him tomorrow. To he might go to Canada. I what haven't. if they? What if they say no? Can you ask him to keep it for you when you come See, down? They, they, there's no like hold and release. Yeah, program. so I'm they don't have a locker. There's no locker. Yeah, at I'm, customs in the border. I'm scared. I'm scared. Isn't there a place under the tire? Or there's place. Sheesh. There's places you can hide. Let's. I don't know. I've never crossed a border. Okay, well, let's. Well, yes, you have, but just in. In case a land uh, border. In case the Mounties are listening to this, let's not go any further <laughs> oh, in that geez. conversation. And so the squirrel gets around. The, squin- the squirrel rules. has been to dinner with Lisa Murphy. The squirrel has been and my sister and, and her sister. And we we I, I brought her to pro- brought him to programs. And How do you know it's a boy? Bits. <laughs> Which brings up another conversation. He's a a squirrel. He's got nuts. I was just going to say. But above. Try the veal. And so we're at this family child care program (laughs) taking pictures for the the book Baby Squirrel is in. And this little girl, she wraps him up in a baby blanket, this glass mason jar, a baby squirrel. And she starts singing. And this is going to be the first time I've sung on the podcast. She starts singing. We won't look at you. Oh, baby squirrel. You fell out of the tree and died, and your mommy and daddy cried. Is that vibrato I hear? It it went on for like 13 verses. Of course it did. And she's just singing the the ballad of... Nutty. Baby squirrel, baby the squirrel. Nutty. ballad of Nutty. She named the it baby Nutty, squirrel. the baby squirrel. And <gasps> Tom Hunter would be so proud. And the thing is, adults and Bev, they all would be. Yeah, some adults are freaked out about this. No, 
Yeah, they are. But she's did making they, peace. They, look, no, they, I don't have issues with that. I just don't care to look at them for myself. Yeah, but I know. But you get the reason. I get the reason, and I. But get you're not going to shut down the song. Some no. adults would shut down the song. Oh, I'd never shut because down of the what song. it brings. The stuff. Yeah. That it brings oh, up. No, that's Some adults wouldn't moment. let me into the building with a dead well, squirrel in a jar. Or, or this. Or, or, Good or, lord! Or, if you could only see, I'm speaking to you as though you can see us. Quick show of hands. Yeah, describe describe pickles. I'm to looking us. at a wrinkled. I've taken pictures. Maybe he'll put them up. Baby I, it's a, it's baby clearly pig. a dead pig in a jar of vodka. Oh, oh well, he's he's been in, in vodka. He's in rum now. What a waste of good alcohol. No, it's it's bottom bottom you, shelf. Bottom can, shelf. Can bottom shelf. Uh, Walmart or Sam's Club booze is what I use for dead critters now. Oh, there's. His oh oh wow! Danita just turned the jar, and I can. See his little see, piglet head. Now that head. would be Lisa's first. And, and you that's see his the little. First that you his saw well, I hadn't that. seen yeah. the actual face yet, so his it was little, kind of dehumanized yes, a little bit. His yeah. little cloven hooves. Yeah, mm. yeah, I like his tushy better. Okay, we're losing eighty percent of our listeners at this point. Some the of butt them. thing doesn't. Oh, look at. But it's. I am learning. I will tell you this right now. So much I am about learning. little baby. I am look at his pigs. Look at his I little, little tootsies, though. Look at his little. I know feet. his yeah. feet are cute. I mean, I could see the boys and girls in my program his loving to just children look at every would detail. Eat the well. No, sorry, wrong. Poor children Poor love of words. Children love this. They're they're intrigued by it, and yeah. they need adults in their world that don't mm-hmm. shut down it's the exploration component because adults do shut it down because in your adult brain you think this is a dead thing it's dead and but children see something to look at something right. to explore and not that we're lifting off the lid and they're reaching in and touching it oh, but just that, yeah, you, you know you don't do that. that you're looking at it you give them the magnifying glasses and and for the children who are truly interested in it it is a it's a it's another tool and it's in our the environment job to not pass on our fears and dislikes but to validate you know, I deal with this with boys and girls Our who are stuff. afraid of bugs. And oh, yeah. I have handled that situation. I'll own it in the complete wrong way. I've totally gone, oh, you are so much bigger than that bug. How can you possibly be afraid? You know, because bugs are everywhere. So if you have a screamer over every stinking bug, it's going to be a long spring, summer, and fall. But you and have so to I meet used to, exactly, Lisa. I used to, though, totally blow them off. Be, Ugh, you're fine. And then you just, those don't, that doesn't feel. You got to go by how it feels, so much about how it feels. And that did not feel right. What feels right is saying, you know what? I get it. I understand. That that sucker is scary. Look at all the legs it's got. We don't know much about him. How about we get a book? Do you want to learn more about that spider? Or should we learn more about, do you think he can bite you? Because if he can't bite you, is there any reason... To be afraid of him, do you suppose? Let's go learn. You know, and so I found that route to be, oh, like the eye-opening route and to help a child then own their fears, own their discovery of not needing to be fear because they've just learned that a box elder bug is not going to hurt you. Ladybugs, they're questionable. Some of those suckers bite. Did you know that? I didn't. That's that's mm-hmm. the Japanese beetles. Right, right. But anyway, I just... Instead of just tossing them off, because then I think, personally, you know, if I tell Leroy, if I come home with an issue for Leroy, and I'm telling him, and he's like, well, that's not a big deal. I tell you what, I don't feel very good. So, you know, go with your heart. Don't take away my fear. You're going to make mistakes. Own it, and then fix it. Don't you think? I don't know. But that's what I've learned. So I think it's the same with this baby pig Mm -hmm. in a jar. 
is that, oh, yeah, it's way past my, like, nasty point. It's but out of yet, your comfort zone. Yes, I can totally appreciate how a young child. But you can make room in your life, your work, and your your job and your environment for the child that would connect with this oh, on some absolutely. level. Oh, absolutely. I've mm-hmm. met I've met one child who, who shut it down. Didn't like well, one child who was standoffish and one with adult this. me. And then her mom walked away. And then she was right there with the other kids. We were doing a. a oh, she picked up on the mama nerve, yeah. the mirror yep. nerve. Yeah, exactly what we, exactly what we were talking about. That's um, interesting. We were out in in, in Shadron, Nebraska, and we're doing a big family evening, th- family play night, and we've got I've got the dead critters in the jar. There's probably twenty or thirty kids running around, just fascinated by the dead the dead squirrel in the jar is what what I had with me. And one little girl, she was arms crossed, and just kind of discomfort. On her face, and I look behind her, and mom is making the exact, same face. Exactly, face. and, I love and she's mirror probably, neurons. She's probably case. ten foot away. You didn't know, and then mom gets distracted. Mom, there's a bright shiny object. Mom gets distracted, and the girl's right up there, and she's with the other kids, and, and she's fascinated by it. Um, after that event, I got an, I, I, the next day. There's a ch- the conference, and as the woman comes up to me, she says, "Jeff, I'm I'm kind of upset with you today." I'm like, "Well." Not the first time somebody's been upset with me. Oh, why? In line. And she says, um, last night my, my daughter was here and she fell in love with the dead, the, the dead squirrel in the jar. And, and this morning she got up and said, Mom, I don't want a bike for my birthday anymore. <laughs> here it comes. I want a dead squirrel like Jeff has. Oh my! And and they'd had they the bike was already bought and in the driveway and or, or, the plan was the next day, uh, she that Sunday that she was going to have her fifth birthday and the bike was going to be in the driveway on the way to Sunday school or something or whatever. And and now she didn't want a bike anymore. She wanted a dead squirrel. And mom said like, well, like hell. He says well, she'll never buy that birthday present that well, soon. <laughs> well, day honey, too soon. Well, honey, we can't <laughs> we can't just kill a squirrel and put it in a jar. Says, but Jeff has one. And kids are kids are fascinated by this. Every child, I can show I this kick it? Group. Yeah, yeah. They just they want the squirrel. They want to see the fingernails, the piglets. Our the girls in our program they they see this all this stuff all the time. But this this trickles into the the Dan Hodgins thing that I've learned from him is that adults will project their adult moral abstract oh. cognitive ability understanding onto the deadness. Uh huh. And it makes a lot of adults very, it. very uncomfortable. I was in Minnesota, um, not sorry, Minnesota, Lisa, Minnesota, you know Leaf, Minnesota here. Leaf is And still so here. she's like pulling us here. Um, I was in Min- Michigan and some dead, quote unquote, play emerged in the room. And it was very, very interesting just to watch the response of the adults. It was yeah. a child. He like threw himself down on the ground. He announced to everybody in vicinity that he's dead. You know, and now we have to call nine one one, and then, but in instead of shutting it down, we just kind of added some elements to the dramatic play, and before you know it, you saw adults. You almost actually, if I may be so bold, you could almost see their what comfort level readjust. You could see their willingness get more flexible. That this we didn't just shut it down. I mean, and, and this one boy he dragged. He's like, but the ambulance is over here. And I said, well, how are you going to get him over there? And he said, well, I will drag him. And he lifted this other four year old up by his feet, and like proceeded to drag him across. You know, you can see it. His head was like. I can't imagine shutting that down. Anyway, keep going. Well, but you you could imagine shutting it down just from. 
Well, I could. I could imagine why other people think that they mm -hmm. should yeah. shut it down. Yeah, okay. And one of that. the other teachers actually captured some video, and maybe I can make a call, and maybe we can get some of it. But I, again, taking a page from Dan, I looked at these two boys who were clearly pretending that they were dead, and I said, you know, the last time that I checked, dead people can't poop. And instantly you see that little, you know, that little smile. So... So everybody realizes that we're playing, but you could feel that energy from the adults that you used the D word. And it's, I think it's hard for adults to realize that, that the play component here doesn't mean that anybody's wishing that they're dead or wanting to be dead, nor do they really, I think, have an understanding of what we know to oh, be dead. they don't. Dead. Yeah. No. They don't, but we forget yeah. that. We react yeah. instead of really reflect play, on it. Play is a safe yeah. place for like them that. to react to instead of reflect. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. That's to, a great soundbite. Yeah. I, I got that from a workshop I attended a couple of years ago. It's a, it's a chance for them to, pl to literally play with these complicated Exactly. Oh, yeah. And so empowered. I mean, this one little kid who I had not seen engage in any play episodes at all was the leader. He called oh, 911 yeah. and people showed up and now we duh, 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 over and one thing led, yeah. to, led to another and, you know, in 20 minutes everybody woke up and we went on with our day. Yeah. But, but it was a very... I don't know. Interesting experience it, and for now, everybody in the room. And now, if Lisa Murphy hadn't been in the room, would they have let it go? Well, it's funny that you bring that up, Jeff, because I asked that in the the end of the week time that I was there is, mm -hmm. you know, what do you think? As the admin who brought me in, do you think this would have, quote unquote, allowed? And they said that they, not knowing for sure, they thought that potentially it didn't get shut down initially because I was in the room, but their sense was that potentially it yeah. it might have been. But but how would they have gone about shutting down? Just but say, see, I don't oh, know. And I, something I, different, I, or oh, let's not. I don't know. And that's a really or, good. Yeah. That's a that's a, a great mm. question. What what I will take away from it is that if some sometimes we need people to enter into our worlds that assist us in gently growing a little bit. We're, we're, it's scaffolding. It's ZPD. Uh -huh. It's right there. And we need adults in our own professional life to assist us in doing that. Yeah. And I got I to, I, I told you before we got started podcasting the other day about my, my recent death play story. Um, our, our, we've, in our program, we've got two kids left because we're, we're going to close down. It's going to be books and podcasts all the time, whatever. Um, at Lily and Emma, and they've been best buddies. They've, They've grown up from infants in our program, and the other day they were playing. They were playing funeral. Uh, Mama frog died, and it, we got this plastic frog, a mama frog, and then three or four baby frogs. And they're playing with her, and they've got her. In, they've got her in a box, and they've got this crocheted thing over her, and they've got these little colored uh, alligator clamps on her. Those are flowers, they tell me, and they're they're having a funeral for Mama frog. She was in a car accident, and. Um, the play progresses. All the stuffed animals and all the plastic animals are going to the funeral. And so each one goes by Mama Frog and puts a flower on top Aww. of the casket. Aww. And they've got chairs. And, and so after all the animals go through, they come and, uh, come and tell me. Lily comes and says, Jeff, do you want to play? You, do you want to pay some respect? Oh. And I said, well, of course. And so I come over and she shows me how to take a flower and put it on the, on the, on the Mama Frog's casket. And then she says, okay, now... Now you can sing a sad song oh. or you can say something sad. I said, okay. And so I talked about Mama Frog for a little bit. And then she said, now you can sit down and it's somebody else's turn. And they went through, they went through this twice because this is and, – and the thing was Lily 
had recently been to a funeral for a friend of her of dad's. Yeah, uh, guy, guy in his 30s had died uh, way too uh. young. And, and, and so they were doing everything from the, from the programs to the songs to the sad songs to the, the sad words. And, and she was processing exactly. what she'd been through in her, in her dramatic play. And way too, way too often the stuff gets cut off. What comes in is going to come out. And as adults, we need to calm down with what we're projecting of our own stuff Absolutely. onto mm-hmm. it. Just because a child is in the block center does not mean that they're going to be an architect. Yeah. Yeah. Just because they're playing gunplay, and I know this is on deck for a future episode, you know, just because they're playing like that doesn't mean they're going to grow up and kill people. And as adults, we need to, like, take a breath and calm down and realize that just because children are engaged in this kind of dramatic play does not necessarily mean that they're going to grow up and do that. One thing, one thing I think we all agree on is that that play isn't play is in the child. It's not in the it's not in the toys, and they need to they need. Ooh, say to that play. again because I don't think actually people do realize that play is in the child, not in the toys. Their this, their stuff, their experiences, like their past, their history comes out in their play. This is why after after 9-11, in, in block plays areas, there were there was a lot of buildings falling down, a lot of planes crashes. Plane crashes. Um, we're we're recording this a couple of weeks after after the Boston, Boston. Marathon bombings. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you this is stuff that's going to be played out not only in child care centers in the Boston area, but across the country because this stuff is on TV all the time. Well and also as a runner, we we've actually experienced feedback or received feedback from people whose parents are runners and whose children were old enough to kind of make the connect the dots, as it were, that their their mama could have been there or their daddy could have been there and been affected by that. And that, that'll still affect their play as well, yeah, making absolutely. sense of it. Bruno absolutely. Bellheim, write his name down, people, and read read Ooh, Danita. Danita's writing Danita, it write down. it down. Bruno, how in the heck do yep. you spell his last name? B-E-T-T-E-L-H-E-I-M. I'll, I'll fix it later. <laughs> no, you wrote no, Bethlehem. No, that's not right. <laughs> I didn't catch that at all. You were that, you, Bruno. Just look up Bruno, Bruno. not Mars. <laughs> not Mars. You go to the, the other Bruno. You guys are going to be listening to Bruno Mars. Lisa Murphy said this Bruno guy. <laughs> Danita's going to put that on, on her list of, of things she hasn't read yet. Yeah. yeah you know, more Well, hold on. Where's the end of that paper? <laughs> There's no end to that paper. It's infinity. And beyond. Yes. All right. So we've started talking about a, a, a dead piglet in a jar. Name is Pickles. If you didn't catch the the episode where we, where we talked about him the first time, his name is Pickles because he's in a pickle jar. Um, it's a big pickle jar. I would like jar. to hear from our listeners if anybody has explored this kind. The, you know, this crosses over very quickly into science, into observation, oh, all kinds perception, of language. Uh, there's a lot could, that could potentially go on here. I would love to solicit I, some direct feedback if anybody has done anything else beca- like this. In because because I put this in a book and because I've ta- I've posted about this stuff on 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 Facebook and other places, I get feedback on a regular basis. Jeff, I found a blank. What do I do with it? And just for the record, just it, too, if you put it out there and. You're, the boys and girls' reaction is, "Ew, that's, well, that's even some good. information. That's valid, you know, because that was Lisa and mine, quite frankly, when we turned it and saw. You mean the other face. Lisa? The Lisa? No, yours. Oh, this when one. When we turned it, oh, and we were both oh, yeah, like, not you, right? We were both like, Ew. well, that's true. I kind of saw and its she feet, got quickly and then I saw let the, go of the, the jar, face, even. and I it went, oh, oh, look at his okay. tail. Yeah, well, but that's valuable. That's good learning. Okay, well, let's go there. But because it's not a. It's not a. I don't want it in the right, space. Ew. Right. It's, it's more just of a like. Oh, oh. Ooh, there's another yeah. part of it. And, yeah. Okay, let's explore that though, because over the last 
three years on Facebook. I've shared pictures of baby squirrel and other stuff we've got in the jars. A couple of years ago, Tasha, we're, we've got a hole in the yard, this big hole the kids have, have dug. I've mentioned it in other episodes. Um, and, and Tasha was digging, and this mole comes scurrying, and she stops it with a shovel, except she stopped. She was gonna, you know, wanted the kids to see it, um, except she stopped it a little bit too hard. Oh, her and Zoe. And Zoe, the apple didn't far from yeah, far yeah. the tree. And so, and so Emma, one of the little girls we've still got left in the program, she says, it's dead. Can I put it in the jar? <laughs> and she did. She's the one that picked it up and put it in the jar. And and so I've posted pictures of all this stuff. And but when I post and, and without any negative comments, I want but, to see them all. No, I, I know where you're going with this. Is that because I've seen those pictures? Is that right now? I am literally, and you can't see me, but I'm touching the jar. There's something about being in this proximity of the actual thing. Is that where you're going with well, that? No, that I, brings up a different reaction. At least for me, it well, did. Tasha's reaction was well, she thought it personal. To Ta- Tasha thought it was too humany. What the pig? The piglet was right, compared right. to the pig, mole and the squirrel. Oh, see, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I w- that doesn't yeah. connect with me so much as that I'm sitting here right now looking at it, and uh-huh. as you spin it around and you see all the parts, you stir up the yeah. goo at the bottom, and it's really Danita's gagging well, actually that's stirring up the goo at the bottom. But the pig itself is is too humany. No, do you no, think it's that that's because me, Hollywood but... has um, personified pigs? Oh, we know pig characters. I'm Maybe thinking people the Wilbur eat pigs. and the Charlotte's and Web guy. People have pigs guy on their and... farms and can relate to that. Maybe. Well, no, you I said Charlotte's moles. Web guy. Yeah. That's Wilbur. Wilbur. But Wilbur. then there was another. Wilbur. There was another pig movie. Porky. Go, go at home. Stay at home, babe. 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 Well, there's and a pig in Charlotte's Web, though, isn't there? That's Wilbur. That's Wilbur. Oh, that's what I just said. Catch up. Charlotte is the spider. And see, Tasha just thought the coloring was kind of humany coloring. And, and that's where she thought it was. But anyway, when I posted when I posted pickles on Facebook, I got all kinds of uh, negative oh, blowback. Shocked. I really and, was. And I, I mean, I'm cool I with that. I say all kinds couple, of. But... I post all kinds of dumb stuff that people don't like. So I, I mean, I I've got rhino skins. I can live with that. But this is the first, after all the stuff I posted before. This is the first thing that got the negative. Well, feedback. you know, right now as you're speaking, I'm realizing I'm looking at the ear, and uh-huh. it is it it's is kind, kind of, of humanly. But you know what? I'm not having a reaction to yeah. that. Yeah. I the ear the the nose the. Everything doesn't bother me. It's the goo at the bottom. Well, see, that's do you bothering wanna, me. Do you want to? You want to hear the gross stuff? Sure. Okay. Um, the gross stuff is um, little stuff that you preserve in a, in a in a jar of alcohol. It' no big deal. It just there. But big stuff like I've got the oh, we've I got pickles here, and we've got we, the first big thing we preserved was a a possum that uh, we found. And, and the thing is, this big stuff, there's all kinds of bacteria and stuff growing inside of it. And so that seeps growing and producing gas afterwards. And so they, they kind of bloat. And so you got to be careful. And don't do this in your wife's kitchen, by the way, if you do this with a, with a big critter, because... Um, Are you saying you need it to put it in a bigger jar than you think Well, you before? just need to you need control the, the, the liquid level for this big stuff because it bloats and that takes up more space and it expands. And, and what, it, what you have to do with the stuff is you have to um, eventually perforate them. So I had to, to perforate the possum with a, with a chopstick to let that gas out. You mean poke it with a stick? Mm-hmm. Poke it with and a stick. And I heard that story right before we went out for Mexican a couple of years ago and I didn't enjoy Yes, I, I mean – Poke it with a stick, and literally poke it with a stick, and then the bubbles come up. And this is a this is like a four month process. This I'm happens. getting Danita's barf bucket. I'll be right <laughs> back. And so, what happened with pickles here? It oh, this gets real icky. You want me to go there? I, 
Uh, we're already halfway there. What are they going to do? We're already, um, we're already over the 25 minutes. And so <laughs> audio program. So. And so when, when dead stuff expands and all that bubble, and, and so there was a lot of the stuff that was in his bowels came out. And so I've already siphoned about an inch of icky stuff out of there. And, and about three months from now, I'll be able to refill him with liquid and he'll be, he'll, he'll stay nice and crystal clear. That's when they're really, I, I and, do and, think. And it's Quick show of hands, who has turned off the podcast at this point? <laughs> Show your hands. Let's see. If we have <laughs> Minnesota Lisa's like, I'm out of here. Who's still no, with us? Who's still she, with us? She, she brought this to Min- us. Minnesota Lisa. Ca- <laughs> she had a tear in her eye because she was close to pickles. But Min- she's okay. Minnesota Lisa kept this. That in was her bacon, freezer dude. That was while. lunch. That was breakfast. And, and we so, lost some food here. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's still listening. Um, <laughs> think about. Think about how you react to things because this, this goes beyond other things. This goes to things like messy. If you're uncomfortable with oh, it, yeah. and you know what, I'm glad you brought that up, Jeff. Yeah. This goes way Don't. beyond what yes. we're currently looking at here on the table. This goes beyond how are we reacting to that? Which are we putting we our see? feelings? Are we onto projecting? A child? Oh my gosh, this is so inconvenient. It's so messy. It's going to be so sticky. It's yeah. going to be. Th- th- it's th- th- our th- facial th- expression read. But see, and then that's the mirror neurons, mm-hmm. right? So I'm yep. giving off that ooh ooh vibe. Yeah. Yep. And now I mean, all of a sudden, for, for example, don't touch I'm, it. I'm not a music guy, but the little girls in our program love music. And so I've got to get past my discomfort with that and, and figure it's out what's discomfort. That. I think it's just that oh, you don't me, you don't lead it, with it. My, it's, it's not, not my not thing. thing. But it's not my thing either. Yeah. So, so I have gotta, to remind myself. So we gotta do those things we're a little bit uncomfortable with because um because the kids need kind of some way to work with that stuff. Um so well wrap it up. We could keep on talking. We we could talk about this stuff for hours, but it's time to wrap up this episode. Thank you for listening. If you want to see, well, you've, if you're listening to the episode, you might have already seen pictures of pickles. Uh, hope we didn't offend you too much. But he is he's kind of cute. Oh, stop it. He is. Cute Thanks is for strong. listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you again next week. Bye bye. See ya. Bye bye. That was good. I liked it. That was good. Snap. You know what? When baby pigs are all laying down for the first few days after they're born, and you walk and they're sleeping, you walk in and talk, their ears flutter every time you say a word. Like a butterfly? Yeah. Tell them about the monarchs. Oh, wait. Hold on. Let me do this. What they do. Well, hold on. Well, hold on. Does this tie into that? On my runs lately, I've been noticing that um, there's a butterfly, it's not a monarch, that actually looks like it nests in the dirt. Like the butterflies I'm used to are in the trees or up yeah. there, but there's what these. Could, what does it look like? Um, it's they're brown wings with a white rim around. Blue on the inside? No, oh. all brown. No, I mean, but when they open their. Wings. Nope. Nope. Okay. No, because I got the blue morpho on my back, so oh. I yeah. I'm, well, there's a morning cloak that's like like that. But they are like ground feeders. Oh yeah. And so when I'm running, all of a sudden like. You know I want to see one now. I'll try and take a picture for you. Sorry. We are so excited we're putting our butterfly garden in this spring. I can't wait. And now for something completely different. It's Lisa's book report. Alright, settle down. It's time for book reports. Johnson skipping class again. Dinger, you're here, but I know you didn't read the book. Murphy! Spit out that gum, put away the nail polish, and get up here.
FM. Book reports. A book report is an informal form of literary criticism in which a book is analyzed based on content, style, and merit. It might be primarily opinion. It might be a summary. It might even be a scholarly review. Book reports might be written for magazines, newspapers, or perhaps even for schoolwork. A book report's length can range in length from brief bullet point highlights to a smattering of pertinent quotes, sound bites, maybe a single paragraph, or sometimes it might be a substantial essay. A book report might be influenced by the personal taste of the person who's writing the book report. Book report writers might use a book report to deepen their own learning, to disseminate essential information to colleagues and peers, or to simply share their own ideas on the topic. Yeah, okay, whatever. So here's what happens. Um, I read a book, and then I write about it, and then I post it, and I share it, put it on Facebook, put it on Twitter, and a couple months ago somebody said, you know what? Record it. So there you go. And here we are. Ask, and you shall receive. Lisa Murphy's Recorded Book Reports, here for you on the Child Care Bar and Grill Podcast. Brought to you in part by a nice red Cabernet, a fantastic pink wig, and a tray of blue cheese. Buckle in. Here we go. A-plus as usual, Murphy. But that doesn't mean you can get away with your shenanigans. I got my eye on you. Connect with Lisa at ooeygooey.com and check out the other Child Care Bar and Grill podcasts at ccbagpodcast.com or by searching Facebook for Child Care Bar and Grill. See you next time. The rule is don't shake dead stuff in jars. Connect with Danita at playcounts.com. Connect with Lisa at ooeygooey.com. And connect with me, Jeff Johnson, at explorationsearlylearning.com. See you next time.